1: Worker of yours
2: the following is a paid program the views or claims made are not necessarily those of W.I.L.K. staff management or sponsors it's time for Laurie and Lynn local talk to start your weekend right and now Laurie and Lynn on W.I.L.K. good morning good morning how are you? I am
1: just f- fabulous. Great. Thank you. Great. I'm sick of this weather. Are you? Well, by the time everybody's listening to us, it's going to be in the nice, fifties. And degrees. that's
2: wonderful. Yeah. But in the moment. Oh, I don't care that there's it snows and it's dreary at times, but as long as it doesn't accumulate, I I, I just i like i don't mind the snow flying as long as it doesn't i really I, it that's okay so fly away just don't stick to the ground well i <laughs> That's I how feel, it works i
1: feel badly for the people who this is a long weekend we're in so um it's supposed to be in the 50s the upper 40s and for all the people that come to go skiing that weekend which is one of the biggest ski weekends of the year that's mm-hmm. eh, going to be slush
2: Well, you know, well, you know, the skiing thing. Too bad. I hate skiing. Yeah, So it's okay with me because I like the warmer Here's what I could never understand. I mean, my kids, we took my kids, my kids had lessons, but they did mostly snowboarding than skis. Yes. When I see people ski, I never know why they want to do it. Because it's cold. (laughs) You're all bulky. You have those big sticks on your legs. You can't walk. Like everything about it makes me nervous to look at it like yeah. falling cuz i went once and just flew under a bus <gasps> up at yeah what well I told the story once before. Years ago, I was in the West Scranton High School, of course, the best high school around, um, mm. in the ski club. Well, I wasn't in the ski club, but I went skiing one year. They went, oh, what the heck? And so I wore, like, long johns mm-hmm. and jeans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there wasn't even any stretch in them years ago. And, you know, jacket and stuff. And I went down the bunny slope. Yes, and at the bottom of the slope, there was like a string across, where all then the buses parked all dead. So I no. didn't know how to stop. So I went right underneath the thing and right into the bus. <laughs> Did somebody oh get that on video? I mean, it, was, it, was, I mean oh. it, doesn't, it wasn't fast. So it wasn't like I slammed and didn't, you know, yes. like that Melissa McCarthy thing <laughs> that they have on TV now, where she is. the plane or whatever what is it that you uh, the, the ship podium. it's a ship no no oh, no the, she flies uh, Remember? but it, it wasn't that like you know squash it wasn't like splash it was just one of those you know it kind of ran into it and i never i i got off the skis and went right into the lodge and sat there until the bus picked us up and <laughs> never went again and I thought, why am I doing this? I hate to be cold. That's a visual. Th- and yeah, But okay. the, those, like, the, they're so big on your feet, those big stick. I just don't know how. I admire people who can do it. I just don't know why they want mm, to. Me too. <laughs> I feel the same way. I mean, I've tried it on skis before, and I just find it so clumsy. Clumsy, that's
1: To be thing. working it, with those silly things on your feet.
2: And how people uh, do it know. is amazing. How but, graceful they can be well, and down those you know, big hills. Uh-uh, nope. And falling. <laughs> in
1: those uh i guess nordic countries or whatever they call them collectively the kids learn to do that when they're two and three oh, I know. so it's just second nature to well, them
2: and families who do it and they yeah. all start so young and they it's uh, like i said my kids did it but they did snowboarding they like that better so yeah. we used to sit and watch them i'd watch them from the big window <laughs> do they still okay. do it no no oh. I and I think people ski too if your parent. I think you you, you tend to do that if your parents ski, you kind of. Mm-hmm. Because my. No, that was not my. No. no. I could not imagine Big. Um, big Jim. G- big Jim. Or, or my mother. Neither one uh, of them. No, he wouldn't have done my that. My mother would never. Because she'd be, as the Ann Cadden RN, she would think we would fall and <laughs> why would you put yourself in that position? And no. No. No okay ice skating was another story that we did do and my father did ice skate did he really oh yeah he used to take us all the time to ice skate when we were little and he had black ice skates remember like Uh they were and he was he was pretty graceful i mean we i loved to ice skate that is one thing i did like to do but skiing mm, 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 mm. and roller skate Mm. remember we went to skate away we talked about that back on taylor hill yeah i have a really serious question though lynn did you make out with anyone on the mushrooms back there no Mm -mm. (laughs) no Remember, that was like a rite of passage. I don't <laughs> even remember the away. mushrooms. And they, they were these, they called them that. They were these big seats that look like a big 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 mushroom and you would sit down to put your skates on or your shoes or get your dr- and people you'd see like people would sit there smooching mm. people like you know, oh it was bizarre i don't recall that part of it but oh, yeah. i did go and i loved it yeah i loved to roller skate i did too and i liked uh, i liked
1: it to the degree that it was fun to do it but i hated being outside with ice skating I used to go all the time to what was then lake lincoln yeah you know but it was fun to do it but
2: what was it cold yeah see i didn't mind and that. I, I just skating. did not like that at right. all but the, the, the skate i loved roller skating that was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i loved it i could just the see skate you skate away that's <laughs> what we used to do all the time <laughs> skating and then you and then you at times you think you're roll, like roller derby and you go pff, that's what i'm the saying i on. could see
1: you doing that I did yeah. not. i, would I could see it anybody. i could never. see it
2: never, <laughs> never but it was good. And I could skate backwards. I was, Whoa. I was a, we were good because we went all the time, yeah. young. Mm-hmm. When you didn't have any fear of falling and exactly having your fingers run over by somebody <laughs> else's rollers and yeah. Okay. But so the music was great and the disco balls were going up. And then when they had couples skating, when you used to like guys, we'd all be there and you'd see who was going to skate with each other and hold hands, it was so cute. Really, it was harmless. Mm-hmm. When you think about t- by today's standards, yes, harmless.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I never dated with. I never went on the couples thing. I just stayed oh, to okay, myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Yeah, right. My mother's listening. Yeah. But <laughs> Uh,
1: how did we get off in that whole? Because uh, oh, I started talking about the weekend. Oh, the weekend. It's a big ski weekend. For They'll a lot still of ski. It's gonna. I'm be in sure the 50s. they will. It'll be all right. I'm sure they will. But I'm. And the other thing is, it's the um, Ice Abington Festival. Business uh, yeah. and Professional Association. They're sponsoring their Ice Fest this weekend. And I'm, I'm saying the thing that amazes me about that is that they either go to one extreme or the other. They never get a really great weekend it's either too warm or and the ice is it just melts, melts
2: mm-hmm. or it's so cold you and so wanna windy go. nobody will want to come it out last forever yeah last so, year i think <clears> was a warm one wasn't it yeah, or I no think. no no last year was freezing on valentine's Day. it was the only cold really freezing freezing weekend that we had last year well, the year then, before was i good. think it was melty and last year it was freezing but then it melted right after because we had a mild winter so but, that I, I'm just amazed that they they always seem to pick a week. Well, they do it a the weekend. same week all the time.
1: Well, they it's did and they president's didn't. Weekend, I think. There are sometimes that yeah. they had to move it because of some whatever reasons, and I don't know if it's because the um, the guys who carve the ice couldn't do it because you know they have a very short window when they can make money at this. Yeah. And if they didn't do it in a certain weekend, then moving it was craziness because they just have so much limited time mm-hmm. but it was one of those i think they moved it once and and i don't know why but in any event i just really feel bad that a lot of the merchants who um have their stores open and have a lot of themed type things for people to do hot chocolate at this place and something at that place they don't get the kind of response that they want because the weather's just not
2: very conducive to what will be this weekend though well maybe but enough for the ice maybe but yeah and i think it'll be fine for the ice that's still cold but i mean it's not freezing obviously but um i think it'll be fine and they also are doing a broadway theme this year yeah, that's right. They oh, are. Yeah. Yeah. Because Broadway Theater is involved in some way up there. Um, uh-huh. So the Broadway Theater League. So Well, that'd be great. If I don't we know had what exactly they're doing. But
1: carvings of uh, some of the
2: famous, yeah, like a Marilyn neat. Monroe thing. you know, Well, or at any yeah. Broadway event, I don't know. That'd be should, cool. Yeah.
1: So. So anyway, that's what's going on around the area. Uh, we were to a few places last week. We went to Sterna's. For the last, the, yep. We for, went for
2: the <coughs> Dine Lackawanna. for the Dine Lackawanna. Society. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, and, we did that. And I was in Florida. And you were in Florida? That was wonderful. Yes, so really, really wonderful. While and and the big boy was sixty years old, right? Mm, My yes, paper boy, your paper boy,
1: buddy, sixty uh-huh. years old. We oh. had a wonderful birthday party for him okay. at home. Uh-huh. Um, see that? But it was just nice to go out to all the different restaurants where you can sit outside and I know that's the nice part and watch the uh, intercoastal and see these yachts coming up uh, and down I love and. It. I nice. It. it was the first night we were there. It was sixty eight degrees and they all these people were freezing. I'm saying, Are you yeah, hello? <laughs> sixty eight, bring it on, man. <laughs> That's right. Bring it on. So we we had a hotel room that was fabulous. It was the fourteenth, twelfth floor and we had a balcony that looked right over um, the ocean. And it was fun to watch all the cruise ships coming in and leaving, mm-hmm. yeah. and one's bigger than the next one. And I just can't get over how they support thousands of people on
2: these. I know. Don't things. you wonder, cause Don't you think it should sink? Yes, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. <laughs> yes. I mean, really, when you think about it, thousands of people. Come on, you put a quarter in water; it sinks. What the heck? I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that called physics or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I didn't yeah, take that class. Neither I. <laughs> totally i was like get out of here it is not anywhere near <laughs> totally my my brain doesn't even go in that direction <laughs> oh sorry God. um because yeah. i can't figure any of that stuff out even just thinking about it i think how does it really work and i understand but i don't i
1: know yeah, it's That's one crazy. of those you just throw it up to God no, no, no. and say,
2: okay. I know. <laughs> and how ahead. about Valentine's Day? We forgot last week to wish you all a happy Valentine's yeah, we did. Day. So happy. I hope it was very nice. And uh, you had, it was all of, well, you know, I had somebody say, I heard someone say that they didn't like Valentine's Day. It's just all hype. And maybe it is, but so what? Even if you don't, it's not all about having a romantic love. Just it's a day of love in general. So you have somebody you love. You know, your boss maybe, or <laughs> anybody. So just think about that. I don't know you know that, that. You know that old line, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Okay. okay. We'll leave that alone. And so <clears> my <throat> love, because my love is in oh, Florida. Oh, here we go. I knew you I, had to bring this in. Well, what? That your love was in Florida on Valentine's Day. No, no, not wasn't gonna talk about that. I was gonna say <gasps> he's in Florida, yes, but um so my alternative love randy oh Williams, that's right i forgot and um deb dudley and evie rafalco mcnulty and i had a nice valentine evening up at um, russell's russell's we had a wonderful dinner we were sitting in the little little um alcove of off the bar and uh, we had a great night and randy was thrilled to have three broads with him
1: mm-hmm.
2: as his valentine
1: mm-hmm.
2: as his little you know we were just love muffins for the what, evening. What with his harem for the evening? Y- yes. Or? yes. Yeah. Okay. Lo- and so Evie posted it on Facebook, Ugh. and then it was so cute because he wrote after it. He said, "I love, I love these three girls." Ah, so well, cute. that was very nice. Yes. So it was nice. We had fun. Well, and Russell's the food was delicious as always, and I love young Russell because he does what his father does, which I know most chefs do. He comes out to see you and shake your hand to make sure you're okay, and that is such a nice thing to do. It's such a nice touch Mm -hmm. and of course i had grilled salmon lynn which was delicious very good so we had a good time very nice time well patrick a and i
1: patrick a dinapoli and i went to the radisson Mm -hmm. we went to carmen's restaurant had a wonderful dinner there they had a a really nice um, piano player uh, for the whole time beautiful music and the food was great really was mm-hmm. as we said the other night it's just a place i forget about i forget that it's there and it's really good yeah. so and you said yeah you said the food was great it so. was it's
2: very yeah. good we really enjoyed it well we're going to take a quick break because we've talked long enough about everybody when we come back we'll talk more about me i was <laughs> just kidding <laughs> we'll be right back you're listening this morning to the laurie and lynn show here's laurie and lynn
1: Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I'm the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. And my co-host had to step out for just a minute or two. She'll be back, but in any event, we have Our guest expert, Dr. Barbara Plucknett, with us. Dr. Plucknett is the owner of Advanced Gynecology Associates in Scranton. So welcome, Dr. Plucknett. What are we going to talk about today?
0: Oh, good morning. How are you? One of my favorite topics, uh, only because it affects me as much as it affects everybody else, (laughs) lack of sleep and how to get more. Oh, yay! Um, You know, Yes, yeah, it's such a critical function. And we don't realize just how important sleep is for us. Um, you know, the, the lack of sleep um, is actually tied to a number of chronic diseases. Um, and it also um, affects your immune system. So it makes you more susceptible to illnesses for that reason. Um, Also, from my perspective, of course, I talk about hormones all the time, um, sleep is tied to your hormone production. Um, It's tied to not only melatonin, which we all know of, uh, melatonin is what's considered to be an antioxidant, which means it helps protect against cancers. Um, But it's also tied to cortisol and your other hormones so that when we don't have enough sleep, our stress hormone cortisol goes up and that then wreaks
1: havoc on the rest of our hormones. Now, wait a minute. You just said, let me make sure I understand this, that the melatonin is a kind of a a buffer against the cortisol or am I putting some words in your mouth? Um, So
0: melatonin is not a buffer against cortisol. It's a buffer against cancer.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. So... It's a But if the melatonin is down, the cortisol goes up? Is that the way it is when you sleep or try um, to sleep? Not necessarily.
0: Um, they're not one equates to the other. Sometimes okay. they're both down, um, but sometimes your cortisol is elevated, which then makes you not sleep, and your melatonin may not be rejuvenated during the nighttime. So the two can be seen together, but not necessarily so. Okay.
1: I just want to clarify that because I was hearing something that probably wasn't right.
0: (laughs) So I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. Um, So... There was a, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Dr. Mercola, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners have. Uh, Dr. Mercola is an integrative medicine physician who's been publishing for a very long time. He has his own supplement lines and um, he has always some great tips and tricks. And he actually um, put out a letter just um, this week that uh, he had some tips and tricks. And I thought these were worthy of sharing. um, As We're always looking for new uh, tips and tricks. Um, So he had said that one of the worst things you can do is reach for that sleeping pill. And I I would very much agree. Um, there's been lots of research out there that says that um, people that are on sleeping pills have increased risks of uh, accidents depression and amnesia uh, and there was a, a study in 2012 uh, that said that people who have to take sleeping pills actually had a 35% higher risk for certain cancers and were nearly four times as likely to die from a from any cause as non users so um, just for no reason, wow. these folks seem to have a 35% chance of, of uh, you know, higher risk for these, these problems. And what
1: does he consider to be a sleeping pill?
0: So this, the usual ones that we know about most of the time, like an Ambien, a Lunesta, um, those things that you see advertised yeah. um, on TV all the time that help you get like to sleep. Z-Quil those types types of medications.
1: Like Z-Quil. What was that? Z-Quil, which I, I think these are... Um, uh, they're kind of antihistamines, aren't they? And they right. So with- the ones over the counter, he's
0: referring more to the prescription medications okay. as opposed yeah. to the Benadryls and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what he suggested was there are things that we could do that might be more safe for us and that have been shown to be helpful. Um, he likes to keep a gratitude journal. And this was a topic that was brought up to me just recently, just being thankful for what you have. You know, my mother always used to tell me to count my blessings. Mm -hmm. And as a person growing up, I thought that was the worst thing someone could ever tell you. Um, But now as I uh, understand the blessings and what they mean, um, that's exactly what he suggests that you do. Keep a gratitude journal and count your blessings. Um, Be thankful for everything that you have, even if it's the littlest things in life. Uh, The other thing he suggested was if you're a worrier, keep a worry journal write it down, instead of Mm -hmm. taking it to bed with you, um, write it down before you go to bed so that you can potentially empty your mind of those thoughts that are going through there. Um, I also use supplements for things like worrying, something as simple as theanine, which is a very calming um, supplement that's safe for children with ADHD. Theanine works for that person who just can't turn their mind off. Um, So it's all about just trying to calm down enough that you can hopefully fall asleep. Um, he had suggested that you stop working um, two to three or, you know, two uh, good two hours before you think you're going to go to bed. And I'm terribly guilty of this. I tend to stop. Um, I work right up until the time it's ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. But if you're having problems, calming yourself down and falling into that restful thought process, you need to put your work away um, and you need to turn the lights down and you, and you need to think, um, you know, make it very calming and restful in your environment. He suggested counting backward from 300 by threes. Wow. He said it takes a lot of thought process to be able to do that, and you'll either um, you you can't focus on anything else if you're focusing on doing your math, that and or you'll be so bored you'll just fall asleep. But that that really would be tricky after the first several threes. I think um, if so. you're not a good math person, you're going to have to think about that, and and it is about a distraction, not trying to focus on being wide awake, but trying to think about something else, so maybe you could simply fall asleep.
1: But wouldn't that also activate your brain uh, to start really focusing on something and keep you awake?
0: Well, I think that your brain is already active. And so he's trying to narrow the focus so that it's not flying off in so many different directions.
1: That's true. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Um, and of course, we've always talked about turning off your screens at night. No e-readers, no television. Um, it really is about melatonin and getting your melatonin levels to come up. And in order to do so, you have to dim the lights. And the blue of the, uh, the computer screen doesn't allow your melatonin to be produced.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we, we want to turn those things off. And, you know, good old fashioned books are much better than the e-readers that we have. Oh, yeah. So the the most common sense, uh, sensical suggestions, of course, don't have caffeine. Um, You know, some people may think that they have an alcoholic drink, a glass of wine or some type of a beverage to relax them. Um, But actually what they find is that people that have alcohol too close to bedtime actually have more disruptive sleep. Um, So therefore you're less rested in the morning, um, even if you don't realize that you just weren't sleeping as deeply. Um, Fatty foods, spicy foods will also interrupt your sleep. And eating too close to bedtime, the sugar load um, would be uh, throwing her sleep process off. And so he had recommended, uh, you know, avoiding food for at least three hours before bed to make sure that your your blood sugar has properly gone down and won't disrupt your sleep.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I've heard about uh, this breathing technique. Actually, I just heard about it this week. Um, so I find it funny that uh, he's also speaking about it. Um, Dr. Andrew wheel um, who we know for his um, his healthful effects on many levels, um, he talks about a breathing technique that he calls the 478 breathing technique. And it's it's a very good, He, Dr. wheel considers it a um, uh, a potent remedy for anxiety. Um, And the idea is you need to take the tip of your tongue and put it against the back of your front teeth, almost touching the roof of your mouth. And then when we go through this, when you exhale, you wanna try to make a a whooshing sound when you do it. And so Mm -hmm. what they, the tongue stays there the whole time. And so he wants you to breathe in through your nose to the count of four, Mm -hmm. then hold your breath to the count of seven, And finally, exhale again with your tongue behind your teeth to the count of eight, making an audible whoosh sound. Have you tried that? I I have. I have. It sounds pretty funny. Um, I have too. Four, seven, eight. But I can't get the eight. (laughs) eight. (laughs) I can't (laughs) hold it for that long. (laughs) I know. That's very difficult. Um, But you should repeat that four times. Just four times. Just four times, but you can do it multiple times in a day, but... you can make it you know he suggests working your way up to eight full breaths at a time um, yeah. but this is supposed to be very calming um, mm-hmm. you know and do it a couple times a day and pretty soon if you've done it consistently it'll just become routine habit and it's it's very relaxing to do this type of breathing and breathing you know breath they call it breath work breath mm-hmm. work is very helpful for calming at, at any point in time it helps with blood pressure it helps with anxiety it helps to maintain focus um, we talk about the rate of the the, the Variability in your heart rate, your resting heart rate. So, these breathing techniques or this breath work um, works very well for this type of thing. So, that's a good one to remember the 478 breathing technique. Yeah.
1: I think, interestingly enough, the whole idea behind yoga is to work with your breath. Exactly. And and there are, I remember reading something in a Prevention Magazine article of uh, a woman who does a lot of yoga work and said that there were four particular poses that she recommended that you do right before you get into bed that were designed to try to relax the muscles and also, as you said, it's, it's part of it is breathing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was that was great. I, I look at it and I think, wow, that's a really neat idea. Those four poses force you to have to take deeper breaths and hold them longer. And that's the whole point of what Dr. Weil, Weil is saying. Right. Yeah.
0: So yes, I would agree it is all about the breathing um, and lastly you know we all talk about what's the ideal sleep amount um, you know they've studied it and they've shown that anywhere between seven and nine hours of sleep is suggested for optimal health um, now I've had several conversations with people this week about the fact that five and a half to six hours is just not going to do it and mm-hmm. six and a half to seven may not even be enough so um, they've suggested that 7.63 hours a night for women um, is adequate and 7.76 hours for men so they need just just a little bit more, um, is the amount of sleep that will keep you well or yeah. not having disease.
1: <laughs> I just think of how bizarre it is that we have to measure how many hours of sleep we get because we're sleep deprived functionally as a nation. I mean, oh, we, we are. are. So <laughs> It's terrible. I mean, it's crazy that you think about that. That has to be something you manage as well as anything else finances food you have to manage your sleep and but I you think, really do you really I do. do i know it's just insane that we really have to even think about that because and two generations ago we went to bed when the sun set and we got up when the sun rose and it right. was a good eight hours or more yeah but but, but you're right i think about it i
0: it, i plan every day based on what time i have to get up the next morning So my night is planned on what time I have to get up the next morning. So I at least try to give myself the proper amount of sleep, whether it's successful or not is a different story. Um, But But, you're right. It's become another job, another duty of your day in order to make it work.
1: It's it's kind of crazy. And I was thinking of one other thing that I learned from some yoga uh, instructors about uh, trying to get yourself to fall asleep, another way to do it is to focus your attention when you turn the lights out. Focus your attention on relaxing the muscles from your toes all the way up to your head. And it's, it's really weird because you start with your toes and you can physically feel the focus. Physically feel that your toes and you, then your feet, your ankles, and you move it all the way up and down your arms, up into your head. And by the time you've done all that, somewhere along the line, you probably already fell asleep. But the thing is, it's it's just like you said with the 300 by, you know, reducing it by three. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you focus on something that forces you to to just still your mind and try to do something else other than having that incredibly rapid conversation that goes on in your brain between you and you at night. Right and you go through all the things that you didn't do right, the things you need to do tomorrow, and trying to make a mental list, and it's just insane. So I agree, totally. I mean, it's just we need to put into play more practices that allow us to get a good night's sleep. I would
0: agree. So hopefully um, that will happen, um, and we'll all be more rested and brighter and at less risk for um, injury and accident, Mm -hmm. and more pleasant as well. Uh, yeah, they're fast. <laughs> and also a
1: better immune system. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we need to um, let people know where can they reach you.
0: So our office is located across from Regional Hospital. We're in the Physician's Building, uh, which is on Jefferson Avenue in Scranton. Uh, and our phone number is 570-344-9997.
1: Okay, thank you, Dr. Plucknett, and we'll be right back with our other guest expert, Jen Smith, from, <laughs> Jen Smith from the Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show.
2: Here's Laurie and Lynn.
1: Good morning. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women.
2: Available on Amazon.com. I missed your cue, girl. (laughs) Well, because I had my eyes closed because I was, did you see what I was doing? Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. What's your name? Go. (laughs) Go. Hi, everybody. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Caden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we have a guest today, a guest
1: expert from Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center, one of our sponsors in uh, Clark Summit best we can do for right now because it may actually be chinchilla or south abington i don't know what it is i think it's <laughs> south is it south abington or what is
2: it Sum- yes yeah. so just a plain clark summit anymore or yes no? there is where's that that's of town down yes mm-hmm. okay like clark so, summit proper yeah okay something like that
1: okay and our guest from vrec is jen smith who is the referral coordinator and lead client services rep
2: welcome jen thank you <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> okay so Jen, you can pull that over near you a little more than that you know there you go that's okay that's and nice. it's squeaky <laughs> it's like an old wheel <laughs> so let's talk about how you got into veterinary
1: medicine where did you start
3: I started at a hospital with Dr. DeNova um, in 2009, mm-hmm. um, and then when she opened this hospital, I kind of just followed her there. <laughs> okay,
1: a lot of people did, from what yeah. I understand.
3: yes. Mm-hmm. She's so. like
1: the Pied Piper, isn't she? Yes, yeah. well, she <laughs> is. She's a very enrolling human being. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, how did you get started in medicine, though, in veterinary medicine?
3: Um, I actually had a family member who worked in the field, and it interested me very much. So mm-hmm. I um, just applied for a receptionist position at the time, and I got it. And I just kind of learned from there. So it's a receptionist position that you started in. It is, yes.
1: Okay, so you are not a veterinary technician. I am no. not. Okay, just wanted to
2: make sure. Yeah, I'm
3: not able to give any medical advice anything okay. like that,
2: even but though you probably know it. Well, yeah, I have yeah. some yeah. knowledge See, know. of things. Know. Yeah, uh-huh. but
3: no, you're right.
1: Okay. Um, So then you've been there since when? When it opened? Since Mm -hmm. we opened, yes. Which is
3: 2011, wasn't it? 2010. Yeah. 2010, oh Mm -hmm. gosh. (laughs) Okay. I know, it seems, I I can't believe that it has been there as long as it has been. Yeah. Mm -hmm yeah
1: so what does a referral coordinator do
3: a referral coordinator is specifically the receptionist for the specialty doctors so um, we're there to schedule appointments and keep organization of those departments so what are the specialties that you have there at vrec we have surgery internal medicine cardiology um, and then obviously we have the emergency service which is just a little bit separate
1: mm-hmm. So how many uh, physicians, yeah, how many veterinarians do you manage?
3: Um, As a referral coordinator, uh, there are the three departments, so those doctors specifically. Okay. Um, So then you also have another role as the lead client services
1: representative.
3: Yeah, so that's specific to the emergency service. So that's uh, the department where we don't have scheduled appointments, so things kind of come in. unannounced (laughs) sometimes you get phone calls but you have to be prepared for the unknown that's where a lot of the critical stuff will come in Um, just general concerns anything that anybody's worried about is welcome to be seen there so so when you when when you have a
1: frantic pet parent who comes in with a cat or a dog and they're in great distress as is the animal absolutely what do you do with them when they when they walk in the door?
3: Immediately, we triage for a technician to come to the front to assess the pet, bring them to the treatment area to be looked at by the doctor, mm-hmm. and then our role is to calm the client who yeah. is going to yeah. obviously be very upset. These are our babies; mm-hmm. we understand that, mm-hmm. so we have to, um, you know, depending on the situation, you know, get them right into a room so the doctor can accept can get to them quickly, or kind of keep them calm in the lobby. We have to get the paperwork done while they're in this emotional state worried mm-hmm. and, you know, get yeah. all that kind of stuff organized. And how many times have you had people totally freak out? Very many. Really?
1: <laughs> so yeah, how do absolutely. you guys, how do you manage that? I mean, did,
3: how you do you, you learn
1: to, how to manage that is probably the better question. You just
3: have to remain calm in the situation, you know, assure them that whatever can be done is going to be done. Mm-hmm. They're in the right place, you know, so. Mm. And they're not allowed to go back just like anything else, right? Right, they, they it is an emergency yeah. floor, so mm-hmm. yeah, they can't unfortunately go to the treatment area. Right, mm-hmm.
1: so it's so hard to So you that. You actually, do you put those, do you put people into the examining rooms? We to do. To wait, mm-hmm. or well, is it better for it,
3: them to wait out in the general
1: Depending Dependent on the
3: situation, if it's something where a pet were to come in very critical, we would prefer them to be in an examination room so we can have the doctor be able to get in there very quickly and speak to them. So As that's needed. that you would move them
1: in there when they come in. Is what upon I'm saying, arrival right? they'll yeah. go right in, right? Okay, and then it, then they stay there and wait until the doctor comes out. Is and able tells to discuss
3: them. them. Yeah. Okay. Discuss with them the situation. Not usually very good. Yeah. But eh.
2: but I've known several people who have had a very stressful situation with their animal. They mm-hmm. and then they went in the pet was taken and they were in the rooms and the doctor came back and talked to them. they they left came back and things worked out obviously absolutely in a good way which i know happens so often very it can, often it's so scared, scared mm-hmm. you're so scared walking in mm-hmm. and you don't know because they can't talk they yes. you know you just don't know what to right. do for them right absolutely um but i can say and we say this all the time but both of my dogs who are no longer with me um both of them uh i had to take up at in a very you know not good circumstance good circumstances at one point but Mm -hmm. not in the end i knew that that what i had to do and i i will say it's um heartbreaking to Mm-hmm. to be there um, for us to go in. But you guys were so good and mm-hmm. so thoughtful and, and kind and even going over the paperwork, it was not a push because I know that has to be done. Yeah. And you're trying to do your job and we're trying to be who we need to be at that time. And it's, it was a, if it could have been a, you know, it's not a pleasant experience. However, what you guys made it a much easier than what well, I expected you. it to be. Cause it's- We make effort, every effort to do so, so- I know. And then yeah. what I also love Jen that you do is the cards that come in the mail that you mm-hmm. all sign and the doctor sign and that yeah. just makes you feel like you it wasn't just a one one and done and you it's just another mm-hmm. addition to what happened and to continue the, their, their, their little life. So absolutely. it's a good thing on your end. Well, thank you. You guys <laughs> do a great job. And it's so important because customer service, as we were saying before, I don't care who or what business, the people who you meet immediately, whether it's on the phone or it's in person, the sets the bar. Absolutely. Right? First and last impression, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know it's drilled Right, that's a major um, a component to mm-hmm. being out there. I know Nicole is so diligent about that being part of the 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 whole experience of absolutely. Being it's very in, important. In, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Lynn, because mm-hmm. wasn't Pepper there? Yeah, yeah. So it's yep. and then you got the other two there. the, the little, yeah, the the little, little two little buggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crazy ones. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> now known as Calvin and Hobbes. Yes, yes,
2: yeah. It's, very cute uh, names really it's it's so Jen when you have someone come in um, work-wise when you hire people um, is there some type of and I, I don't mean this how I, I guess I, Is there some type of um, training you give these people for them to understand just like any other place that you expect this and if their personality
3: they could be the best at something but if they don't have that right fit is that is that like a game changer there or we do you specifically look for that in the hiring process um somebody's personality who you know has the customer service experience and you know would be able to fit that we fully explain that to them kind of what the circumstances are that are involved in this position you know will be and we ask them how they would handle things like that so it's something that we fully disclose and discuss you know during the interview process so yeah so that that then that, that and i think that's
2: again mm-hmm crucial mm-hmm. because it's hard to find <laughs> yeah really yeah and we were i was just having a discussion at a meeting i was at yesterday about like even younger people how some of those traits that we and that there it's learned from home and and you hope you can get these young people in and they they possess those skills because they're so used to the phone and the quick mm-hmm. messaging and the instant gratification of getting mm-hmm. to someone that those interpersonal skills are not always Um, as well honed as we would like them to be with the generation coming up how do you see younger people coming in what do you what's your take on um that feeling do you do do, i know you're young yourself so Mm -hmm. i don't mean that but like do you see that or do you see when people are coming in they're much more um uh, present
3: yeah i mean it's difficult to find the right person. Yeah. And I do see, yeah, the younger generation, it's kind of been a struggle to get that right person. So I I agree. Yeah. And, and you can tell right off the bat. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think um, I I have seen,
1: I've, I've had a couple minutes of conversation, <clears throat> just about everybody mm-hmm. at VREC, um, all the techs and everybody and the physicians, I can why do I keep saying that? And the veterinarians. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and and I have to say that I think to a person I have never been in the company of someone who I did not get a sense of compassion mm-hmm. and concern for not just the animals but that just that's a trait in the in the people who are there absolutely and I think it's something that yeah, perfect that you said that that you actually interview for that. Mm-hmm. and giving them situations like, here's the situation, what would you do? Mm -hmm. That really is a way to cut through a lot of that nonsense because you
2: would hate to have to Mm -hmm. find Mm -hmm. at the wrong time that that somebody doesn't have that. That is the worst, that Mm -hmm. that has to be the worst possible scenario Mm -hmm. that, oh my God, we thought this and forget it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if she's still there and we can say this because so many people move on to do different things, but is Alejandro still there? She is. I'm telling she's you, she's great. She truly is. I yeah, she's a love sweetheart. her. Mm-hmm. When I I met her once, and I had a call back for something, and she knew me when I said, uh, you know, Alejandra, it's it's Laurie. Cat. She goes, mm-hmm. oh, how are? She was so, oh my God, that and yeah. she, she helped me with one of the my doggies, Lulu, and she was wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful. Absolutely. and young she's a I young just kid say, so young. yeah
3: so she's yeah. one that has and that she started in the restaurant business so Does she got really? the client service experience ah, yeah there so. you go yes mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and i love her name too mm-hmm. I, I. that's uh, yeah. it's a good name <laughs> and she's it fits her it's like perfect for her <laughs> i love her uh, <laughs> so jen tell everybody if you would um again you as we say you're not a primary veterinary Uh, location this is for an emergency situation or referral Um, and but tell
3: everybody if you would if somebody needs your service how do how does that happen and what how they can get to you Um, If you have any sort of a concern, you can certainly come in and be seen. You don't necessarily have to have an emergency. The only types of services that we do not provide are general care, which would be wellness exams, vaccines, spays, neuters. Um, Otherwise, you know, even the smallest thing that's a concern can certainly come in and be seen through our ER service. Um, anytime, 24-7. And your location and your phone number? We're at 318 Northern Boulevard. It's in South Abington Township. And the phone is 570-587-7777. And how about a website? www.vrecpa.com.
2: There we go. All right. Perfect. Jenny
3: did a great job. Okay, good. There you go. See, look at her face.
2: (laughs) 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 Okay, everybody, have a great, a great weekend. We will see you next weekend. If you have a long weekend, enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Be safe and please be nice.
3: Bye. 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 How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix.